quite an impact, actually, uh, when he sank that three iron and hit me in the back of the head. I can't believe I'm into this. I really hate to lose. Asking forgiveness. Got the struggler's blues. We're back. The Golf Insiders taking you home on the fairways of I-4 in the house. Holly G and Will Perry. Will, tell everybody how they can catch up with us on social media. Got to check us out at the Golf Insiders on Facebook and Twitter. And, of course, check out the blog and the podcast. That's right. You can listen to us anytime you like. Anytime. So, see Woo Kim. Quite an interesting story. Uh, happens to be coached by Orlando's very own Sean Foley, who we know is one of the most respected swing coaches on tour. Coaches Justin Rose, and we know formerly was coach for Tiger Woods. Mm-hmm. And I had a chance to chat with Sean earlier and find out a little bit more about Siwoo Kim. Hey, Sean, it's great to have you on the show again. Thanks so much, and congratulations on the big win, Si Woo Kim. Just looking like a walk in the park on Sunday, the youngest player ever to win the players, 21 years old. Tell us a little bit about this guy. He put on quite a show. Uh, Thanks for having me on the show again. Um, Yeah, I'm glad. You know, a lot of people don't know about Si Woo Kim, um, you know, what they should know is that this young man at 17 went through all four stages of PGAQ school to have a, you know, to have a PGA Tour card younger than anybody. Um, so I was fortunate enough to work with him at Bay Hill, uh, not this year, but the year before. I just gave him a one-hour lesson. And then uh, at the beginning of this year, he was really struggling. So he asked to get if I would help him. But this time it looked like it needed a little more work. Um, and so he's a lovely kid. He's a... Uh, he kind of reminds me he's like a Korean Fred Couples. Like, he is so laid back and so relaxed. It's, it doesn't take much personally. He doesn't get upset a whole lot. But that being said, um, I never – the kid that I watched on the weekend, I hadn't felt like I hadn't, even, I hadn't met him yet. And his caddy was telling me, you know, he, he won the Wyndham last year in the summer. The caddy said, man, when he gets playing good, he just gets so much confidence. He's fearless. And I was I look forward to when that happens, you know, we'll see, we just gotta keep working and get through it. So I mean you're looking at a player who's literally um, I believe he's either missed the cut or withdrew uh, in eleven of his last fourteen tournaments. Yeah. And so I think he was you know, dead last in the driving statistics, two oh seven coming into this tournament. Yeah, and then he did go to first on one of the hardest driving courses in professional golf incredible so i think what it what it shows the viewers out there is you know he was statistically already bad just from as a young man and he went back to korea at the end of the year he thought he had to get longer so he he's pretty much self-taught so he tried to get longer in a bunch of different ways and in doing so he kind of threw off the pattern that he had so once he lost his way you know the difficult part for some of these guys who are naturally so good and they work so hard is they find the right way, but they're not exactly sure how they got there. So when they lose their way, they don't completely, they can't identify how they got there. And that's how so many of these guys lose their game. And people go, well, they were so good, but, you know, why are they struggling now? And one, golf is obviously difficult, like life. Golf is, the, is maybe the great microcosm for life. So we're going to go through ups and downs. And 
can't. It's not. It's not always for a reason. It's just kind of the arbitrary nature of how things are. But we've been working. He came to me with neck and back issues, so we've been doing some diligent things in the golf swing to make sure, not to just get him to hit the ball better, but ultimately so that you know he's 21 years of age. He has a long career ahead of him, and knowing that he had a, knowing that he had a two-year exemption. This was some of the stuff that we could do because he didn't really have to play for his card. So, I mean, I've just really appreciated his work ethic, his open-mindedness. Um, and about three weeks ago, I started seeing it in stretches like four or five holes where he really started hitting it good and hitting it far and hitting it straight. And uh, and then, you know, we'd hit one out of bounds. And then we'd have a good stretch, and then we'd have a bad stretch. And, kind of, you know, it's the, the learning process. Like I tell people that, you know, getting better is not a lot of fun, but being better is. And I think that, you know, if we looked at uh, the example I use a lot, Holly, is Navy SEALs. And to become a Navy SEAL, it's probably one of the most grueling things physically and mentally that any man um, could go through or, or woman could go through. And, you know, the reason that they become such special operators and they're such a high level of warrior is because their training is nearly impossible. And so when players see someone come out of nowhere like Siwoo, if you'd been paying attention, you would have seen, like, the progress coming. And the guys that he was playing with, they were hitting it further than him. Two months ago, he's now hitting it further than them. And he's always had a beautiful chipping and pitching game. Um, and then he kind of gets streaky with his putter. But, uh, you know, I think the goal now is to manage expectations and get him to realize, like, you know, you don't have to be that player every single day. Like, it's going to be difficult to play at that level every single day. Or um, did he just learn something about him on the weekend that's going to help him trampoline to the top of the game? Who knows? I'll be there to do the same thing, to do the same job, which is to check ball positions, make sure we're hitting the club the right distance and make sure that I'm helping him manage his energy and not practicing too much. Um, that's really the funny thing, Ollie, is that as coaches, we spend more time trying to get them to rest and recover than practice. And unfortunately, in the world of sports and performance, rest and recovery aren't looked at as things that are part of performance. But, you know, if you look at Jack Nicholas and Tiger Woods, uh, no one played smaller schedules than those two players, and they're the best ever. And I have a young man who just played 15 out of 17 weeks and thinks that that's the way to improve. But we can see by what's occurred that it, it might not be the West best way to improve. So he has a week break and comes back fresh. And now uh, I can believe I'm saying it, but there's also a part of me that can't believe that I'm saying that Simo Kim is the 2017 player champion. Yeah, unbelievable. And talking about his short game, to put in perspective, uh, he had 10 up and downs on Sunday. I mean, he, he was looking like the Korean Seve Ballesteros. I, I mean, he, wasn't, he was chipping it up and down out of everywhere. And we know how tough uh, the, the players in Sawgrass was playing. A lot of guys posting big numbers on Sunday. Uh, it was magical to watch him. It was. It was, it was absolutely uh it was absolutely uh, incredible. I couldn't be. He, the kid works so hard. He's a lovely guy. He treats. I mean, he, he, he treats Arnold Palmer and Jack Nicholas the same way he treats a volunteer on the tee. I mean, he he thanks volunteers who are on the tee. So he's been raised very well. And then he's also made a decision 
uh, to be a, a nice young man. He's very popular with the players. And- He's somebody got his tour card four years ago at the age of 17. But still, to be put in that spotlight uh, on Sunday, he was so composed, so focused, so in the moment. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Look, I've, I've also seen in the last couple of months, I've seen clubs thrown, and I've seen very human aspects of him as well. So, you know. It's- he is 21 then, after all. Well, he's a human being. I think I've seen I've seen guys on the senior tour do the same thing, Holly, in their 60s. So, um, I don't know if it's an age thing, maturity. I think that uh, I think. Look, um, I'm of the belief, Holly, that um, that well-being is not something that's built. It's only something that's blocked. And I, what I mean by that is that. I don't think happiness is a place that we have to get to. I think happiness is a place that we're born in. No no doubt about that. Um, you mentioned about the importance of rest, and uh, in particular the number of tournaments he played. He has withdrawn from the Byron due to tweaking his back. We saw him you know, rubbing it a little bit on, the, on some of the last few holes. Rory apparently uh, fighting a little bit of a back problem. You know, DJ, of course, when you know the incident in uh, up at Augusta, you know, do you think some of these guys are, uh, you know, are they are they balancing that enough? Are they or the workout routines? What's your opinion? You look, I think more than anything, it's funny, you know, when a when a Holly when a defensive back gets injured in the NFL, no one really thinks twice about it. And uh, I think because we're a little blindsided on golf as a game and not a sport. Um, we're dealing with people who are world-class at a movement that's very unorthodox to us. So very rarely do we bend over in life and turn quickly. And, uh, you know, I would say, like, if you look at a baseball batter, if you look at a quarterback or a pitcher, you know, there's so many great pitchers who are starting to get these elbow surgeries because basically the tendons and the elbow aren't supposed to do what they're doing. And so when someone gets to a place of, of being world-class, they've overused something. And, you know, what will happen is because I think of slight ignorance, people will say, well, you know, it's all the workouts that did it to them and they're working out too much and they're lifting weights and they shouldn't do that. And we were talking about men who carry the ball 315 yards in the air. And I would argue that, you know, both of those guys have been number one in the world. So the gift and the curse of, hitting a lot of balls and working out is that it's good for you, but it also breaks you down. And I think that, you know, Tiger Woods was someone who was very big uh, into fitness and working out. And people can say, well, you know, all that pounding is caught up with him. Well, that's after he won 70 times, 79 times on tour and 14 majors. I mean, who would not want that career? Before we let you go, Sean, um, always great to talk with you. And I feel like we could fill, fill up the whole hour. Uh, you've got a new academy out at Timaquan Golf Club, Eagle Dreams. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about that? Yeah, I've partnered up uh, with the owners of Timaquan to create the Foley Performance Academy, and and, and uh, we've partnered up for many years. So we're going to build it organically, and, and, and as time goes on, and see what that you know you, you never know what things are going to look like. So I, I kind of try to pay attention to where I'm at right now, rather than where I'm going. And uh, basically, it's a uh, a full-year school program. Um, right now we have 21 kids uh, who are all Chinese kids studying here in the United States. Uh, they go to Lake Mary Prep um, and they play a big tournament schedule. And so currently that's all the 
the academy is at this point as far as us doing private lessons and things like that. We haven't really gone that far in that direction yet. We're just trying to do all the small things well, and hopefully they, they will build up over time. So um, that's where I'm at uh, a couple of days a week when I'm not on the road working with the kids uh, and, uh, you know, just just coaching, talking to them about life, all the stories I have from the PGA Tour, my experiences, um, as well as working with uh, Justin Rose and uh, Wu Kim. So sometimes it's it's a it's a little bit of a balancing act, but uh, I think when you're as curious and passionate about it, uh, it just doesn't seem as, as hard or, or or tiring. So yeah, still you know still really enjoying what I'm doing. And I know you're on your way to a basketball game, so Sean, we appreciate it so much, and um, we'll look forward to uh, watching Justin and Siwoo Kim as we approach the U.S. Open. Thank you so much. Okay, nice to talk to you guys. It's great to. Really get a little bit of that inside the mind well, of the swing coach. he's always so philosophical, too. He's, uh, I know we cut part of it short, but he always tends to get into He loves the mindset Absolutely. side of it as much as he probably loves the instructional side of it. And uh, he's a busy guy, including having two kids, four and nine, and he was on the way to uh, his son's basketball game, so we appreciated his time. We've got a uh, lot more golf talk coming up. Stay tuned because we're going to be giving away this very, very special slot on Saturday to our one-day workshop out at Orange County National with LPGA Hall of Famer Kay McMahon, not only a PGA member but an LPGA member, top 50 golf instructor for Golf Digest, and uh, she is going to be giving a fabulous clinic all day, Orange County National, from 8.30 to 3.30, and this would be normally a $350 value. We're going to give it away to one lucky listener. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Golf Insiders, 96.9 The Game. Stay with us. More golf talk coming up.